We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. podcast for Thursday, October 6th, the tight end defense Thursday as we preview those positions for the week five fan duel slate and with me as always my man, the man, the myth, the legend from the great white north. You can follow him on Twitter at statsman22, Mr. Paul Bruno. What's up, Paul? You read that. You read that just like I wrote it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I got. The, I got the check. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a little baseball this afternoon. I got to confess. So I'm glad we're knocking this thing out early. I got a busy day as usual. Uh, it's kind of fun being me, James, right now. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> fun to be Paul Bruno. Well, I agree. If I could be Paul Bruno, I certainly would. And uh, and good luck to your Blue Jays uh, in this series here. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's get to what uh, people, the other people care about, because um, uh, I'm guessing they care more about football than uh, than us, sadly. So <laughs> let's give them what they want. Uh, let's jump into the tight end slate here, Paul. And um, we'll start out uh, uh, with those top three on the board from 7,200 up to 8,000 with Greg Olson, Jordan Reed, and Rob Gronkowski in that order. Are you spending on any guys this week? Yeah, I'm going to tip my hat in uh, New England's direction. I'm going to go with Gronkowski. Finally, this guy gets to play with his buddy Brady, and uh, I think caution will be thrown to the wind here. 
Brady's back for this mismatch against the the Browns. It's going to look a little bit like the Globetrotters and the Generals, I think. Uh, I, I see a big mismatch here. Gronkowski uh, has been getting a few reps and should be ready to go. I like that matchup uh, a lot. Uh, of course, at the top of the board, you have to look at uh, Greg Olson and what he's done. He's leading the world in yardage for uh, tight ends and a lot of targets coming his way. He's averaged 10 a week, so always a solid play there, but it's going to cost you eight grand. I'm not sure I want to spend that high on a tight end, but I would spend 800 less on Gronkowski out of those three. Yeah, it's interesting because you're never going to get Gronk this cheap if he's healthy. Uh, it's just we haven't, you know, he's going to be playing. We just don't know how healthy he is, uh, especially up there in New England. So I, I love him as a tournament play. I think he's a nice boomer bust type guy in a cash game. I might go with a cheaper option. I, I agree. I don't think I'm spending the 8000 for Greg Olson, even though him and Derek Anderson seem to have a, a pretty nice connection uh, in that, uh, you know, garbage time that they had together. But even still, especially with Cam Iffy, I am uh, shying away there. Uh, and then Reed, you know, I think Reed's fine. I, I don't, you know, I think he's going to get the targets. He's clearly the number one receiver in Washington. But I think Baltimore's a little bit better against tight ends than I'd like to pay for that number. All right, Paul, let's get down to where I think there's a little bit more value. And uh, kind of the pricing's a little weird this week where, where you've got some steep drops, as it were, uh, as we just saw from those three guys down to there are only three guys in the 6,000 range. So why don't we take the uh, the top half of the 5,000 range or the 5,000 to 5,900 range as well. Why don't we go from 5,500 up to Delaney Walker at 6,400 in that $1,000 range there? Uh, who kind of leaps out to you? And, and obviously Eric Ebron looks like he is not going to play as well as Tyler Eifert. Uh, looking like he's not going to play, and and Antonio Gates as well. So there are three guys just kind of out of this range immediately. Yeah, and I would throw Martellus Bennett into that mix if Gronkowski suits up and is ready to go. I think his role could diminish now that Gronkowski is back as well. So don't uh, bid up too much on that guy either. Of course, I'm going to say Witten's included in this mix. Why wouldn't I? He's mm -hmm. uh, he's my guy, mm -hmm. averaging 7.3 points per week, pretty solid, and I think. Uh, they'll use him a little bit more, particularly in red zone offense this week against the the, the Bengals. Gary Barnage of the, the Browns is an interesting play against New England. They're going to want to be a ball control type outfit this, uh, to pre prevent the onslaught of New England. And I think the short passing game favors a guy like Barnage at 5700 bucks. Ertz for Philadelphia against Detroit. Uh, he's coming back from a back injury and ready to resume uh, a key role that he had in the early going in this dynamic attack. He, had, he formed a pretty good partnership with Wentz early on, and I think he's ready to resume that and uh, at a discounted price. I like that uh, pick as well. Um, I'll shy away from Kyle Rudolph. This guy's been banged up a little bit in recent weeks with a bit of a clavicle issue and rib injuries. His wife gave birth to twins, so I don't know where the focus will be there. Uh, he's been productive when he's been healthy, though, so uh, it, that could be a real boomer bust. And finally, Dennis Pitta for 5500 bucks, uh, Only three catches last week for 17 yards he should be a lot better this week in this matchup so those are my choices in this range yeah i agree i really like the pitta and Ertz calls at the bottom of that range rudolph if it turns out that he is like fully healthy and and practices fully on friday and is going to go i don't hate that play either because uh bradford does seem to have a nice connection with him but again i agree i think right now it's a risky play but let's see how that plays out over the course of the week uh, I'll disagree a little bit on Martellus Bennett just because he's been a huge part of the offense so far. And, and like I said, if you're going to take a risk on the upside of Gronk, I think you also maybe take a risk on, on the downside of Gronk. And Gronk 
maybe not being fully healthy and, and being more of a decoy like he's been the last couple of weeks, in which case Bennett could be a huge part of the offense. So I think both are nice tournament plays for different reasons. Uh, like the Witten call a lot uh, as well. Uh, otherwise, I think I, I pretty much have the exact same take on this range as you. But personally, when I, when I look at the tight ends, this next range, when you look at that, let's just go from 5,400 to the bottom, and especially the top part of this range, uh, are, are some of my favorite plays of the day. Paul, do you see it the same way? I do in a couple of cases. I'm pretty sure we're on the same page here. Uh, you made a great call with Hunter Henry, Henry last week at $5,400 this week against at Oakland. He's getting targets, and, and uh, productivity has been on the rise in the last three weeks. He was four, four catches and seven uh, targets, 61 uh, yards on a TD last week. And uh, I give you uh, big ups for highlighting him in, in that mm -hmm. case. I think he's worth it again this time around. Uh, just uh, at the same price level, Cameron Brait with Tampa Bay at Carolina. He's becoming a big part of the Bucks' attack, and I think he should do it a lot better than last week, even though he was targeted eight times, caught five passes, only 57 yards. I expect a bigger output this time around. Uh, a little bit lower down the board, I go with uh, C.J. Ozuma of Cincinnati. Given the uh, impact of Eifert's uh, status, who won't start, uh, Ozuma will start, and I think he's worth a look against a, a suspect. Cowboys secondary that you've slagged repeatedly. I don't like that very much, James, by the way. <laughs> and uh, Clive Wolford of Oakland uh, against San Diego, another good play. He seems to be among the more involved guys in this range. So I think that would be money well spent at the low end. Along with that, uh, Jack Doyle of Indianapolis. This guy is splitting time with Allen, but been more productive so far with limited reps. I think if they increase the reps a little bit, this could real, really be a bonanza. And uh, Finally, uh, John Phillips with Denver against Atlanta. He starts if Virgil Green can go, can't go, and uh, that that uh, you'll have to watch the injury wire to see where that situation winds up. So those are the calls in this range for me. Yeah, I like the Doyle call. I think him and uh, uh, Walford check the injury reports as well because he did miss practice on Wednesday. If he's good to go, I love that play as well uh, against San Diego and Doyle. I think at forty-seven hundred is a nice kind of upside play and as same with Uzumoa, I, I don't hate that play either but my three favorite guys in the range are those three guys at the top of it at 5400 uh as you mentioned Cameron Brait uh 18 targets the last two weeks uh you know Carolina obviously did not look very good defensively last week so I, I love the Brait play Hunter Henry as well back on the Hunter Henry train and then uh, assuming he's healthy watch the practice reports but uh, Zach Miller obviously has a, a really nice connection with Brian Hoyer so far has been terrific uh, leading the team in targets in those two weeks as well so those are my three favorite plays in this range but I agree with all the low tier ones that you went with but uh, it really might, th uh, if I'm, I'm probably finding ways to, to fit these three guys in assuming Miller's healthy at 5,400 uh, or even Pitta or Ertz, like that 54 to 5,600 range is my favorite range of the week. All right, Paul, before we jump into giving some defensive tips for week five, let me remind all the fantasy football fans out there that football is back. And that means that FanDuel's back, and this year it is better than ever. It's not just a new season at FanDuel, it's a new era. They've upgraded your entire experience with real improvements for everyday fans. And they believe that you deserve to experience everything sports has to offer, which makes you sports rich. Try the new FanDuel now. You can just pick your team, stay under the salary cap, and have all the fun that fantasy has to offer. 
New to the game? Plan a beginner's contest to learn the ropes. If you have a dollar, there are games for just a dollar. There's 50-50 contests with the top half-win cash, or you can even settle a score with a friend in FanDuel's brand new Friends Mode. It's season-long fantasy football with weekly teams, plus new features ensure a fair and level playing field. I've said it every single podcast, but you know all the injuries, all the, the poor play from high draft picks, all that kind of stuff from season-long, you don't have to worry about that here. You just get to pick a new team each week. Look at the matchups like Paul and I are doing and take Paul's recommendations because he's been white hot and then you're going to win money and you don't have to worry about the season long issues and losing guys and all that stuff. So uh, it's just the way to do it. You can have all the fun that fantasy has to offer, all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy football has to offer. At FanDuel, you could be sports rich. And we have a special offer for new users. Get this. You can get a six-month free subscription to Rotowire with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. You just got to go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Here's the kicker. Not only do you get the free subscription, but you get that $10 available to play on FanDuel. So you get to have fun with the $10 and you get the subscription to boot. It's over $40 in value for just $10. It's an amazing deal. Go to FanDuel.com. Slash RW. All right, Paul, let's talk defense. Uh, as usual with the defense is a, a little bit, uh, obviously, a much smaller slate of, uh, of potential options than the other positions uh, other than catcher. But uh, usually, as we've seen the last few weeks, if you make the right call, it can really buoy you towards uh, the top of the rankings. Minnesota, obviously, has been a, a nice play. Uh, Kansas City a couple weeks ago won a lot of people money. So, Paul, let's start with the top, uh, the top three here. So we've only got... Uh, three 5,000 or above uh, teams here. And, and surprisingly, only one of them has been a, a, a terrific, terrific defense, though they've all been pretty decent in FanDuel scoring. How do you assess these top three? Are you spending for any of them? No, I'm not, James. I'll let you talk about them because I, I think that's too much money to spend on a defense. And I think there's a lot more value that, I, that was more attractive to me, a little bit lower than that. 100% agree. Look, if, if Denver was playing, you know, Houston, uh, I'd pay 51, 5,200 for him. Uh, the other two defenses, again, decent in Vandal scoring, but, you know, uh, Carolina was atrocious last week. So I, I know yeah. they have better matchups this week, but I am absolutely shying away. When I'm going to pay over 5,000 for a defense, it has to be not only a great defense like Denver, but a great matchup. And, and obviously Atlanta's played well enough on offense to at least shy me away from that price. Paul, why don't we go down to the uh, the – from the 4,900 down to 4,600 range, and then we'll go down from 45 to the bottom. But there are some really solid plays in this range here uh, uh, from the Steelers down to the Green Bay Packers. Are any of these defenses going to be in your lineup? I've got three choices here. Uh, I like Minnesota a lot. You teased them at the opening of this segment. That's a, that's a team that's really rewarded uh, the buy, uh, fantasy players handsomely so far this season. And right behind that, I'm going to rank the Buffalo Bills, surprisingly or not. I just think that the L.A. offense is, is uh, nothing to fear, and uh, Buffalo is coming off a high, finally winning a game in, in New England, but against a, a less than stellar New England offense that's going to change going forward. And I uh, like your Eagles yeah. against the, the Lions. Get them, Paul. That's a, that's a defense that that is really good at take the takeaway game and uh, even last year they put up some huge points uh, in some mismatches like this and I see this being another one. See, this is why we're we're great together, Paul. Those are my three calls. Well, I'll actually add one more, but but just to expound on that, uh, obviously uh, Detroit looked awful against the Bears last week. Uh, they have not looked that great since Abdullah got hurt and, and since that offense has kind of sputtered a little bit. And that Eagles D is legit for 4600 plus you get Darren Spoles returning punts for that 4600 as well which is 
always the potential for a touchdown there. Uh, Vikings against Houston. Love, 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 love it. Uh, the Vikings, the, I'd play them against anybody, much less Brock Osweiler, who looks like he's not very good at football, Paul. Um, so, so I like that play, and I like that Bills play, obviously, against Case Keenum. The only other one I'll add is, is the other side of that game for only 100 more that – L.A. defense has been terrific so far, especially in terms of a scoring defense, um, uh, in terms of like sacks and, and things like that. So uh, as Buffalo offense, obviously not very intimidating either. So I could see that being an ugly, ugly low scoring game where both defenses put a point. So um, I think I'd rather go with the Bills of the two just because they're 100 cheaper and, and they've been playing really well. But um, agree that those those are the defenses in that range. All right, Paul, let's uh let's round it out here. Let's go from forty five hundred down to four thousand. Excuse me, forty four yeah forty five hundred down to four thousand. The Raiders at the top there, down to the Bucks. Um, th- this range, uh, and I'll say it. I I think it, one of the weird weeks where I'm willing to to look above those min price. I usually try and find the best min priced or or and not you know lower priced D I can. But I think this forty nine to to forty. 600 range we just did is a little better this week but who in this uh this last tier of defenses here it sticks out to you as a potential bargain well i gotta say we seem to be very in sync uh, in these picks and and uh, minds, the way we go you see it minds. you know and and this is unrehearsed man we're, we're live yeah, we have and, no uh, idea what the other's gonna say so so i love the the thoughts that you just said uh, there's not much value in this in this range other than i'm looking at uh, san francisco for forty one hundred dollars you notice how these Thursday night games have been real dogs of late, and oh, this yeah. one's gonna be maybe the worst of them all. Because yeah, Drew Stanton, this, come on. The, yeah, look out. The, this this could be an MLB type uh, score line. Uh, it's not gonna be a very high scoring affair just because the offenses both suck here in it this just, match. I think the Blue Jays might have a better offense than either of these guys. <laughs> so that that's why maybe the over under here is gonna be. It should be pretty low. So I'd I'd bet the under, uh, no matter what it is. I think in this one, and that means the defense could shine. And I'm, I'm picking San Francisco out of the, of the two of these teams. Yeah, I, I love that call. I, I Anytime you can get a defense going up against Drew Stanton for, for 4,100, I don't even care the defense is. Um, so I think that's a nice upside play. <laughs> I really, I, I mean that. Like, that's Drew Stanton's bad at football. Um, so uh, outside of that, like I said, this is a really dreary range in terms of the values. Um, there are only... Two other, uh, in fact, excuse me, there's only one other defense in this range. I, I would I maybe consider Atlanta versus Denver, depending on how Simeon looks going in, but that defense is too bad for me to roll with. But the only other defense in this range, it's really the Niners at 4100 and then $100 more. I'd take a shot on the Titans just because of how bad that Miami offense has looked, how many mistakes they've made. And that the Titans' D hasn't looked great, but they've also kept that team in every game and have looked to be somewhat improved. So I think for 4,200 against a bad Miami offense, that's a, a decent upside play. Well, uh, there, like you said, not much to choose from, but I'll agree with your assessment. Uh, I like mine better, though. San yeah, no, they're, they're, I agree, Paul. When you that's take a... my favorite one always, I have to come up with another. You know, I can't <laughs> just sit here and say I agree and move on. It's not, it's not good radio, Paul. <laughs> No, no, it's it's an unwatchable <laughs> it's an unwatchable game on tap, and uh, maybe a lot of other people should consider tuning into the radio or or certainly tuning into the baseball that's on this evening. I agree with that. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna let Paul go mentally, you know, sit and prepare for the Blue Jays because he needs time to to get his head in the right place for such an important game. Uh, we'll be rooting for you, Paul. Any any final words? And again, Paul, of course, will be back tomorrow with Johnny McKexon, and you'll want to listen to that because. Uh, 
Because, uh, especially if you're a Blue Jays fan, because there'll be some gloating, I would hope. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a special treat in store for John. You don't want to miss this because I'm going to have a little fun with him. I, I haven't checked with him, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how upset he's going to be, but I'm taking my chances. I love it. Bombard him. That's the way to do it. Just don't let him know. Just come in hot. I love it. All right, so you don't want to miss that. That's going to be tomorrow on the Roadwire DFS podcast, and that's going to do it for today, the Thursday 6 edition as we talked defenses and tight ends on a Thursday. So for Paul Bruno, again, follow me on Twitter at Statsman22. I am James Seltzer. This has been the Tight End and Defense Week 5 Preview Edition of the Roadwire DFS Podcast.